hookup culture. <laughs> what is up, my cubbies? Welcome back to the hookup culture with your girl, Chris Lionheart. Today, we're going to be talking about the Venus flytrap. This one's going to be heavy. It's going to be intense. If you're on your way to work or you're just hanging out or you're about to go to sleep, I just want you to take a nice deep breath with me because this one's going to be full of triggers. But I promise you by the end of this episode, there is going to be some solutions and then we're going to be going into the next episode. So it's going to be a series of most likely three. And I just, just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. So get through all of these dark points that I'm going to be making, go through the times where you've recognized them in your loved ones, and then I promise you, you will get through it with me, okay? So let's take a deep breath. Oh, that felt good. Fuck it. Let's do one more. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to be starting by explaining how we get into these manipulation tactics, okay? And I'm gonna be going through it with you, okay? So one of the ones that I will explain, and I'll dive right into talking about myself, um, that way you guys will feel a little bit more comfortable relating it to yourself, and it's manipulation. So myself, for an example, um, a lot of my friends and family and partners know that if you come at me with the proper apology, I'll 99.9% of the time forgive you. And that's not even because I'm like this simp or anything, but I'm, I'm a firm believer that sometimes we act out, we say things, we do things that we don't necessarily mean. And there's a lot of things that I've done, said, and you know, have gone through. I might've had a bad day and I would love for like my friends, family, or partner to be understanding about that. So I return that with the gratitude of forgiveness. Now, let's say you and I are dating and you know this about me, right? And you just call me all these bad names because something that I did irritated you and you found it appropriate or you validated it in your own mind that it's okay for you to speak to me in a certain tone or in a certain way or to degrade me or name call. Because you know, in about 30 minutes, you could say sorry and I'll be over it. That is manipulation at its finest. That is never okay. So that's one thing. So that's one thing I want you guys to recognize. If somebody knows that they could hold something against you, which goes to my next point, you know, finding something you love and holding it against you. Well, if you don't stay, um, you know, your family's going to be so mad at you because they love you. I mean, they love me and they love you, but they're going to be mad at you, you know, and they'll, they'll start stuttering and they'll start saying all these things. Or let's say you guys have a puppy together or kids together and they start using that as an excuse to get a hold of you or to talk to you. You know, let's say you have some stuff at their house or you have things that you need, you know, to get done in your life. And they were a big part of that. You know, that's that's another excuse for them to talk to you. You know, these are all manipulation tactics. And I ask you guys every single day to be vulnerable. Every time you guys hear this podcast, I'm I'm begging you to get to this to this level, this deep and dig deep to heal. So I'm going to take it upon myself to share something very vulnerable about my life and what I've gone through. So you guys can see that I'm doing this with you. I'm healing with you. And this is what this is for. It's to laugh. It's to cry. It's to really dig deep because if we're not digging deep, are we really doing anything? Are you not just wasting your time hearing my voice on a podcast? I mean, I know, I know I'm funny and I know that I can make you laugh and cry and all that fun stuff. But most importantly, I want to, I want to reinvent love. That's what I'm here for. That was about to be the title of my show, but I chose hookup culture because that's the culture that we're stuck in right now. 
And we're going to reinvent it together. But you have to recognize these tactics first. You have to let yourself be vulnerable first. So hear me out. Okay? I promise. There's a special message at the end. And that goes into the next thing. They'll try to control your financial state. They'll take from you. They'll tell you, if you don't do this, then you don't love me. How do they control your financial state? Well, I'll give you an example. If you're living at their house and they're paying for everything and they tell you to get out. Hmm. Ringing any bells, guys? Or um, they buy you things and now they want it all back because you guys are fighting. Or they did something for you and now they're throwing it in your face. Yeah, these are all triggers, guys. Come on. These are, these are situations that you need to know that that person on the receiving end does not have respect for you. They do not have respect for you, okay? And then that goes into the next thing, guilt. They will literally make you feel bad for putting yourself first. If there's any decision that you're making that does not include them 24-7, they'll make you feel bad. Honestly, and I, like I said, this could be even family. This could even be friends. They will constantly be guilt tripping you. Oh, well, you could have done this for me. Well, you could have done that for me. I, th that is the number one most narcissistic thing people can do is constantly inserting themselves a part of your life. I don't care if you guys are partners. I don't care if that's your mother. I do not care if that's your sister, brother, friend, cousin, if there's something that's beneficial for you, the people around you should be understanding of that. If somebody is not giving you that room to grow, then they don't care about you. And that's the harsh reality of things. Or they were, you know, brought up in a different generation where you had to literally sacrifice your entire world, including your organs to make sure that, you know, your loved one is okay at all times. If that's your style, then find somebody that has the same style as you. But I'll be damned if you start, you know, manipulating somebody to be exactly the way you want them to. If you're with them, then you know them. If you don't know them, don't be with them. It's that simple, you guys. And that goes to the next one. This one is, this one's so heavy because I've gone through this myself personally. Like people have put this on me and I'm letting you know on the receiving end, again, if you are doing this to someone it is not okay. They will threaten to hurt themselves if you walk away. You guys, the level of manipulation this is where they tell you, if you leave, I, I just, there's no point of life. There's no point of living. I'm never going to love again. I'm never going to, I'm never going to, I'm I mean, if you don't just hire an orchestra to play next to them and Hey, listen, I know I'm coming off a little cold right now, but here's the problem with the people that think that I'm being cold. They don't use enough logic when they're making these emotional decisions or they're in these emotional states. You need a proper balance. And I need you guys to recognize that however you decide to handle it, that's completely on you. My job is just for you to understand that it's not okay. You need to recognize it as toxic because it can be very toxic, you know? And this one is a lot of times, and I'm sorry, fellas, I am going to throw you under the bus here because you guys do it more than anyone is they will not compliment you and they will not. And that doesn't mean all guys, guys. So just don't go there. Okay. But most of the time it's majority men that do this, whether they're homosexual, heterosexual, however they identify is they will not compliment you because they want you to seek some type of validation from when they actually do decide to compliment you. 
Have you noticed that? Or they'll do this. Oh my gosh. They will do this. And girls do this too, is they will compliment somebody else in front of you, but they have not complimented you for like, I don't know, like a few weeks. Why? You guys ever ask yourself why? Why are they doing that to me? If they love me, if they care about me, why are they doing that? Well, listen here, little cubby. <laughs> you are much stronger than them. What they're trying to do is dim your shine, which goes to the next point. They are dimming your shine. And it's so unfortunate and it's so heartbreaking to see because you should not be dimming your shine. They're dimming your shine and they're making you seek their validation. And I'm going to repeat that one more time. They're dimming your shine and they're making you seek their validation, especially if you have told them on numerous occasions that maybe your love language is words of affirmation. They're like, all right, cool. So how do I use this to my advantage? How do I keep them where they're supposed to be? How do I keep them in this flytrap? And honestly, guys, sometimes this isn't even on a conscious level. Maybe they're not even bad people. Maybe they're not even doing this on purpose. Sure, we can go there and say, oh, yeah, he's not a bad person. She's not a bad person. They're not doing this on purpose. Okay, cool. Whatever you say, but they're doing it. So it doesn't take away from the fact that whether it's on purpose or it's on a conscious level or it's on a subconscious level, if you bring it to their attention, it's fine to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if you bring it to their attention and they're consciously continuing to do these tactics, understand it's toxic, understand you're in a flytrap. That's exactly what it is. This one, the next one that I'm going to be talking about, this one's probably the most common one, I'm not going to lie. And this one is, after everything I do for you, this is how you treat me. After everything I give you, this is what you say. You guys, if somebody, let me ask you something for all my little softies, for all my little heart, like hopeless romantics that have this huge heart that is just standing there giving, 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 giving. Do you truly throw things in their face? I can guarantee you almost on everything that I love that you don't. If you are genuine person, you do not throw things that you're doing in people's face. Nine times out of 10, you know how to communicate and say, hey, I'm not feeling very appreciated right now. I'm, I'm, you know, I just feel like, you know, I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm taking care of the kids, I'm walking the dogs, I'm, I'm doing whatever I need to be doing, or I'm going to work full time, I'm editing 24-7, let's say it's me, right? I'm going to work, I'm coming home, I'm editing, I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to make a better life for myself, and I don't feel like there is enough communication, or I don't feel like there's enough affection, or I don't feel like there's enough of this, and they are blatantly ignoring you, or they're not reciprocating that love back? Yeah, no, they're not trying to hurt you. Are you turning around and telling, not complimenting them? Are you being spiteful? Are you being resentful? Because you need to recognize that you're in this flytrap. The main goal is that you have enough respect for yourself to understand that you let people treat you this way. You don't stand up for yourself and you don't create boundaries because they have instilled fear in you. Now, if you're the type of girl or guy that manipulates their partners with fear, get off my podcast. I don't fuck with you. I think fear is the worst way to control anyone. We'll get into that. So now what? I identified so many different ways you're falling into the Venus flytrap. So what do I do? How do I get out? <laughs> it's not that simple. You don't get it, Chris. No, no, no. You're wrong. We get it. Your secret weapon is self-respect and loving yourself, knowing you would never, ever hurt or do these things to your loved ones. You're a tender, sweet soul, and you truly don't wish harm on anyone, no matter what they've done to you. I know you hear me because I'm that girl. I get it. I don't care how many names you call me, how physical you've gotten with me. 
I will never sink down to your level. I might tell you to shut the fuck up or walk away from you. I might ask you for some space so I can calm down before we continue speaking. Or you've taken it way too far, most likely, if I'm doing that. I might shut down completely and not speak. I make it known that you will not be disrespecting me, period. I'm not the same girl I used to be, I'll tell you that. My friends and family or partner used to be mad at me. I would write Harry Potter... Potter... Wow! I would write Harry Potter books to them, apologizing, begging them to stay, making these toxic people think that it's okay to control me with this, making them think that it's okay for them to hurt my feelings and then apologize. Well, guess what? I see those fly traps and I shift it. I legit go, hell no, not today, Satan. You won't. And boys, let me talk to you for a second. Whether you're hetero, homo, or however you identify, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to tell you guys, society did fail you just as much as it failed women. It taught you to express your emotions through aggression, whether that's physical or verbal. You guys weren't taught to just cry sometimes or go for a walk, join a sport, go boxing, write, write, journal, dance. That wasn't always normal for boys because women told them that they're too feminine if they do this. Just like you told women they're too masculine when they do things, when they dress a certain way, when they talk a certain way. It's the same thing. It's just a little you inside begging someone to just listen to their feelings. It's that kid in you. And I get that. Now, please stop hurting others because you can't handle rejection or you've, you have abandonment issues. Stop making people feel guilty because you don't love yourself enough to know that you are loved and no one's trying to hurt you. Heal. Heal. Take time to heal. Comfort yourself. Express yourself. I know you don't like being that monster when you're mad. And for everyone, including women, that like to Captain save -a or think they're going to be that one different girl or guy for this, you know, individual, or they think that they're just going to, you know, for me, for example, they're just, I'm just going to be that one girl that just makes someone realize who they are. And they're just going to live this happily ever lifestyle. I, listen, that's, that's for another day as well. But I want you to focus on these signs and please understand that there's solutions for that. There's solutions for all of it. And I will be covering it in my next episode, Venus Flytrap Part 2. But for everybody that has been through the hurt, I promised you that I was going to put a little bit of myself in every single podcast. So I will. I'll tell my story. Um, I was in a physically and emotionally abusive relationship when I was about 17 years old. Um, I went into this relationship headstrong, hopeless, romantic. I just figured out, you know, my sexuality. I came from a Middle Eastern background, so it was really hard for me coming into my own. And I fell, and I fell hard. I fell very hard, and I ended up leaving my house, living with this individual for a little bit, and I ended up being in one of the most toxic relationships. But you know what? I cannot finish thanking her because she taught me so much. I learned so much about myself. You know, when she, the first time she got physical with me, I made an excuse. The second time I started realizing it was wrong. By the third time after the crying and the apologizing, I knew that it wasn't okay. And I remember a part of my testimony with God is I went up on a balcony and I started praying. I was like, listen, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know if you still love me or not after me, you know, being with a girl, but I want you to know that I just need a sign. 
if you know me and if you love me, just give me a sign that this is not for me. That same day that I, I shit you not, that same day I was with my sister in the car and I see from the corner of my eye, you know, my girlfriend at the time, her car. And I was like, no, that can't be it. And we scoot up at a red light in Burbank. I can't remember. It was like yesterday. We scoot up a little bit past those horses at P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and I look to my right. It's almost like something just moved my head. And I turn around and I see my ex, you know, making out with my best friend at the time. And I remember in that moment, I just looked up and I was silent and I was, I was so quiet. And my, my sister is like, Hey, Chris, Chris, what's going on with you? Like, what's, what's up? And I looked at her and I was like, take me home. And I hadn't been home in so long, but I knew deep down I deserved so much better than that. But guess what? You're probably wondering, damn, Chris, like, why didn't you walk away? Did you hit her back? Did you ever like curse at her or say anything? Truthfully, I didn't. Now, if you don't believe me, you could ask my friends and family. I never did. I never, ever, ever let myself get to that level because I don't have the heart to do that to anybody. I just don't, even if they have the heart to do it to me. Not only that, I had to beg my cousin not to, you know, squash her. <laughs> it, it, was, it was a very emotionally intense time, but I know that every single moment led up to me telling my story and helping people that are in similar situations know no matter how much fear they instill when you're walking away, no matter how many fly traps they put in front of you with resilience, self-respect and care, there is not one thing you can't get through. And I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you every single day. Even if you're in this fly trap right now and you're like, Chris, you can't be proud of me, man. I keep making the same mistakes. So you're going to get it. And you're going to build that relationship with yourself. If it's the last thing that I do, you are going to be loved because there's just this little kid inside of you that I keep touching on because he or she is so important for you to know that you're doing this for them and that you're safe and you're loved. I love you. People love you. Walking down the street, smile at one person. You probably changed someone's life. They probably wanted to hurt themselves that day and your smile could have saved their life. That is how connected we are. That is how important it is for us to uplift each other, not put each other down through jealousy, not let our partners dim our shine. Let me tell you, if I kept leaving people to dim my shine, I would never be on this right now. And I probably wouldn't be helping anybody. But now I'm living my purpose. I'm living my dream. I'm doing what it takes to get to the level that I deserve to get to. And you can too. And you will. Because I believe in you. And you're my motherfucking cubby. And you are under my lion wing. You know what lionesses do for their kids? I mean, come on. I love you. You are appreciated. And I can't wait to, to talk to you. I was going to say hear from you guys. I'm done with myself. <laughs> I cannot wait for you guys to tune in to Venus Flytrap Part 2. Because I'm going to be talking about all the ways you could avoid these situations. And all of the solutions. And if you are being the Venus Flytrap. If you are the Venus Flytrap. Definitely tune in to Part 2. Because I could show you a different way. And I can give you solutions on how to get your partner to respond. Without having to manipulate them. Till then. I love you guys. Bye, cubbies.